Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS with Fiona and the Members Academy. And today we're going to look at a listening test part four. Now, the special thing about this test today is I think you could guess a lot of the answers. And I tried it out on the Members Academy and it was really interesting because you're getting the right guesses, but sometimes not in the right place. It was just like a wordle. And the things my members were coming up with, they made me realize how much evidence there is in those summaries or those texts or the questions they give you little clues that can really, really help. So it's thanks to my members that I've noticed a lot about this listening test that could really help you um, bump up your score. So thanks, guys, if you're there. And just hi to Andrea, because I know she listens when she goes to work. She's in Australia and I chatted with her today. So I wanted to say hi to Andrea. Right, so what is it? We're looking at a text called, um, hang on, oh, I've got so many, right. So it's called The Impact of Digital Technology on the Icelandic Language. And it is a part four. And yeah, it's gap fill and you're only allowed one word and or a number. Oh, one thing I forgot to say, sorry, this weekend is the monthly um, meeting, meetup for all members. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be in the main members academy. That is for anybody who's ever bought anything from me. So it could be just like a $1 download on my shop, or it could be the reading course that you bought on Keith's um, platform, Keith uh, from Speaking Success. I have a reading course on his platform. So if you got that, then you can automatically join my private community on Facebook and uh, take part in the um, Q&A sessions. They are Zoom meetings. So you're not just listening to me talking. You take part. You're in the meeting. You can stop and ask questions. I tend to gather them beforehand. So there's a little form where you can add a question. And I collate them and I try to just go through as many as possible on the day. So that's Saturday tomorrow at 1pm London time. Now, do check your time zone calculators because last weekend the hour changed. We went back one hour in the UK. So just double check. It's 1pm London time. I've got a calculator there on the Members Academy homepage. So it's easy for you to check. Yeah. As I said, I do ask people to submit their questions. I ask them to be smart questions. If you listened to my podcast last week, it was all about how to get the best answer by asking very specific questions and explaining what you've done to try to find the answer yourself and maybe why you're still stuck. So I choose questions that I think will be really useful to everybody. And it's a really interactive session we're going to have because I'm going to be asking you questions. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. 
all of you are welcome. Don't think you have to be in the main members academy. I, I specially made this for people who, are, who actually aren't in the members academy. So members academy can ask me questions anytime. But if you're not in the main one, then here's a great opportunity for you to come and join in and I'll do the best I can to answer your questions. Right, so let's get back to this listening. Let's have a look at the gaps. So it's all about the Icelandic language. So the language that people speak in Iceland. The first gap says the Icelandic language has approximately something speakers. So you know from your task one writing when we talk about being approximate in task one academic writing, it's a way of making things easier for your readers. So when you get some data like 3,004,201, nobody really wants to know the exact figures. So we try to be a little bit more approximate. So we use words like around or about, uh, just under, just over, that kind of thing. And that's exactly what we've got here. It says the language has approximately something speakers. So you're looking for a number. Now, you can't guess the number, of course, but you can get your brain ready to, to think about, well, how many speakers? It's not going to be 10 or 12, is it? It's either going to be thousands or millions. So it, it just trains your brain to expect that kind of number. Question 32, the language, remember not the people, but the language, Icelandic language has a something that is still growing. It has a something that is still growing. Now, this, I know it's difficult to guess because I've seen the answer, but some of my members said things like it has a community that is still growing. Well, great. That's a nice answer, a nice answer. Um, but does a language have a community? Possibly. Another choice was it has a communication that is growing. Well, there's a clue. It can't be communication because we've got an article. It has a something that is still growing. So it's not a communication, but it could be a community. I'd like you to think a bit more about a language and what, what is the only thing that can grow in a language? I'm, I'm thinking about my first language, which is Welsh. And um, the number of speakers is falling, but the actual language itself is, is growing because new words are being added every day. Because with, you know, with technology, like even the word computer, it didn't exist when Wales, when the language uh, developed. So they have to come up with a word, which means a computer. So the vocabulary is, is growing without giving you too many tips. Um, the last one in that section about the language, it says exactly what I just said, sorry. It has its own words for computer-based concepts. Now, computer-based concepts, such as 
web browser and so you've got to think of a word which is related to computers you can't that's impossible to guess so no worries the next section is all about young speakers oh actually let me go through those first three and tell you what the text says so remember we're looking for a number of speakers what is growing and a word which is a computer based word so the speaker says right everyone let's make a start over the past few sessions we've been considering the reasons why some world languages are in decline and today i'm going to introduce another factor that affects languages and the speakers of those languages and that's technology and in particular digital technology in order to illustrate its effect i'm going to focus on the icelandic language which is spoken by around 321000 people most of whom live in iceland an island in the North Atlantic Ocean. So there was your number. It was a large number. I tend to say that the numbers they choose in the listenings are usually quite small. So this is unusual. It's 321,000. So 321,300s. You don't need a word. You could write thousand if you want to because it says one word and or a number. So you could write three two one and the word thousand but why would you you don't need to that would just be a waste of time really okay so what is it that's growing 32 it says the problem for this language is not the number of speakers even though this number is small nor is it about losing words to other languages such as english in fact the vocabulary of Icelandic is continually increasing because when speakers need a new word for something, they tend to create one rather than borrowing from another language. So that's what's growing. It's the vocabulary because they create a word rather than borrowing one. So that was maybe a bit tricky. It was more difficult than I thought <laughs> never mind okay so the next one we're looking for is this word as an example of what they just said take for example the word for web browser this is vafri in icelandic which comes from the verb to wonder then there's an icelandic word for podcast which is too hard to pronounce and so on now, what was the word? The word was podcast. That is a new word. And the fact that you're listening to this means you're already doing a lot to help your listening by picking up new words that they're starting to use in IELTS. So podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, is the answer for 33. Now, let's look at the next section, and it's all about young speakers. And let's guess a bit first. So, young speakers 
are big users of digital technology, such as what? Now, um, my members were saying such as computers, could be computers. And I was saying, mm, think of something a bit more that young people use a lot famously. And they were saying, well, mm, laptops. And I was like, mm, could you be a bit more specific? Anyway, we'll we'll do that next. Right. So young, young speakers, 35, are becoming something very quickly. You know what? That's impossible to guess. And I couldn't get this when I did the listening. I had to look at the answers. It's really tricky. So watch out for 35. 36, young speakers are having discussions using only English while they are in the something at school. Now, this was interesting. Again, the article will help you. The. So think about when you're in school. The article the tells us it's a place where there's only one so somebody suggested uh, when they are in the class at school well the trouble is there are lots of classrooms in a school so you could say when they are in class you know there's that rule about you don't use the or a uh, when you're talking about like in hospital in prison in school, in class, in church, you don't use an article. But here there is an article. And so you've got to think about a place at school where there's only one, where people, where kids chat. Where do you think it could be? And then 37 young speakers are better able to identify the content of a something in English than Icelandic. 37 is not guessable, but the uh, the article, no, tells us it's a noun. Okay, you're ready. So we're looking for examples of digital technology that young speakers use. And it says, Icelandic is alive and growing. But young Icelanders spend a great deal of time in the digital word, world, and this world is predominantly English. Think about smartphones. They didn't even exist until comparatively recently. But today, young people use them, them refers back to smartphones, all the time to read books, watch TV or films, play games, listen to music, and so on. So the answer is smartphones. So you did guess it. You did say computers and laptops, but more specifically for young people would be smartphones, and it's plural, notice. Question 35, what are they becoming very quickly? Oh, this is awful. This is really awful. Right, so it says, Obviously, this is a good thing in many respects because it promotes their bilingual skills. But the extent of the influence of English in the virtual world is staggering and it's all happening really fast. I think this is awful because the context is a bit different. So it says all is happening really fast, but it's too late. You've missed the word 
young speakers are becoming something and I missed it. So I went back and I thought, well, I need an adjective. Of course, you can't do that in the exam, unfortunately. Um, obviously, this is a good thing in many respects because it promotes their bilingual skills. And, and that is the answer. It's bilingual. I've got no way of helping you with that one. I didn't get it. So anyway, we can see it now with the tape script, but very unfair. They don't usually do things like that. Question 37. They're better able to identify the content of a something in English. So we're looking for a something that they can identify the content in English. For their parents and grandparents, the change is less concerning because they already have their native speaker skills in Icelandic. But for young speakers, the outcome is a little troubling. For example, teachers have found... Oh, sorry, I'm not... I'm on the one in the school. Sorry. Where are they having discussions only in English? Where at school? So it says, teachers have found that playground conversations in Icelandic secondary schools can be conducted entirely in English. So that's it. Playground conversations. The answer is when they are in the playground. Tricky, very tricky. I do have that OU spelling ground found as a, as a list of words that often come up in the gap fill, actually. So I can see why they've chosen it. But you know, it says playground conversations and you have to make that jump from the type of conversations they have, meaning the conversations that they have in the playground. So it's tricky, not nice. And then 37, um, teachers of much younger children have reported situations where their classes find it easier to say what is in a picture using English rather than Icelandic. So 37 was the content of a picture. Next is question 38. Technology and internet companies write very little. That very little comes a lot, comes up a lot. They don't write much in Icelandic because of the small number of speakers and because of how complicated it's something is. Now, this is where one of the students said vocabulary and it, it fits how complicated its vocabulary is. Yes. And vocabulary was one of the answers because it's the topic of languages. So vocabulary is going to be one of the answers, definitely. And it was. But here it's something else to do with language. And I think, oh, you tell me this every day. Everybody says, oh, the trouble with English is that it's mm, is really complex, is really complicated. What do you find complex about English? Let's read this. It says, um, this is happening to other European languages too, but while internet companies might be willing to offer French 
options in their systems, it's much harder for them to justify the expense of doing the same for a language that has a population the size of a French town, such as Nice. The other drawback of Icelandic is the grammar, which is significantly more complex than in most languages. So it's the grammar that is complicated and complex. Complex is a synonym. At the moment, the tech giants are simply not interested in tackling this. So there's no tech in Icelandic because it's too complicated. Finally, we come to the last set of bullet points. It's about the government, the Icelandic government. The first two points say they've set up a fund to support more digital content in Icelandic. They believe the Icelandic language has a secure future, but they are worried that young Icelanders may lose their something as Icelanders. This one I guessed without needing to listen because it's all about, you know, the IELTS topic about culture and identity and, you know, language is so tied up with that. I, I thought that was an easy one to guess, but maybe I just read too many IELTS texts. So, yeah, I've given it to you now, but what it says is, when you consider how much of the past is tied up in a language, will young Icelanders lose their sense of their own identity? And that's the answer. They may lose their identity. I even thought it's a collocation. Um, you know, when you answer those task two questions about uh, how important it is um, I don't know, buildings, cultural buildings, old buildings, you say it's part of your identity. And if, you know, if you pull them down, then you might lose your identity, something like that. It's a, it's a collocation. So I guessed, I guessed that one. <laughs> um, ah, and then 40, I, you could guess this. You could totally guess this now. The Icelandic government is worried about the consequences of children not being something in either Icelandic or English. So it's an adjective. What do you want to be in a language? Any language you want to be good at it. What's another word for good at it? Well, it says... Um, if children are learning two languages through different routes, neither of which they are fully fluent in, will they be able to express themselves properly? So the answer there is fluent. They are worried about the children not being fluent in either Icelandic or English. Okay, so that is this really interesting, I love IELTS listenings, impact of digital technology on the Icelandic language. Do let me know, leave me a message on any of my social media platforms or through my website, that's ieltsetc.com. But I'm also on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. You can leave me a message even through the podcast. I'll always answer it. So if I don't answer it within 24 hours, it's just for some reason it hasn't reached me. 
So because this podcast has is broadcast on lots of different platforms, I, I don't get the messages from you know Spotify or something. They just don't send them to me. I just find them like years later when it's too late. So it's better kind of directly to message me. Um, you know, if you've got a reading you'd like me to go through or any topic you'd like me to give you a few tips on, do let me know. And remember that whatever course you buy from me or PDF download, then you can come and join the community and I'm always there. So you've always got help. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you have a lovely weekend and I hope to see you tomorrow at one o'clock UK time. Let me know if you haven't found the link. It's on the homepage in the Members Academy. But if you're not in the Academy, but you've bought something from me, I've emailed it to you. So I hope to see you there. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. See you next time. Bye bye.